Hey, everybody. Welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. This, I'm Anne, and I'm here with Stacy. Stacy, and we are going to unpack something today. What is it, Stacy? Well, we're going to try and unpack why we're all so paralyzed with fear. And I'm not sure that we all are. I know that there's a whole bunch of um, special ed or neurodiverse parents out there that uh, are just chugging along great. They're doing everything they're supposed to. Um, but there's a whole bunch of us in the backseat of that car that, that haven't gotten around to doing the things we think, you know, we quote should. So today, Anne and I were thinking about inviting you to set down some of your suitcases you've been carrying around that are full of the crap of um, raising kids. And so, so Anne, what's in your suitcase you want to set down today? Oh, man, there are <laughs> so many suitcases. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Are the rolling wheels not working? <laughs> no, there are no rolling wheels. I have to carry them by myself and they hurt. And, and I, I think I have a hernia from them. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I gotta say, and, and before I talk about the unpacking the suitcases, I'm thinking a little bit that I feel guilty about talking about the suitcases. Oh, so you're feeling guilty before you even acknowledge them as something that's on your mind. Yes. Yeah. Because it feels, it feels disrespectful to my child with adult autism. Right. Um, for me to, because it almost is like, I'm saying she's a burden mm -hmm. by, by talking about these suitcases and how it's bothering me. Sure. So, so when I think about guilt and parenting, I mean, when am I not feeling guilty as a parent? There was that one minute in 1999. <laughs> I super enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I think the guilt usually points us towards stress that we're not acknowledging mm. or um, something we've been procrastinating about mm -hmm. and is not a blanket statement about how much love we have or if we would trade the kid or um, anything really negative um, at all right. about that. We, we all in any, in, in, if we are in relationship with another human being, we have experiences of things that we've done wrong mm -hmm. Um, with them or to them. And we all have experiences that we would, uh, or things we'd like to like set down. Right. You know, there's, there is no perfect relationship, except people think that the mother child one should be. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. As if we're Madonna herself. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, 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 oh, it's such a good comparison because because then it's not even an image of a mother who is allowed to make mistakes at all, right? right. But, but a mother that has to sacrifice um, her kid in, in, in the name of love. There is, no, there is no end to her sacrifice. Right. right? And, and I think that that can be very true for um, parents with kids on the, on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, I mean, you know, some of my darkest days are the days when people tell me where they're going to retire. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've not even gone there yet, but yeah. 
I hate that. I hate, I hate emptiness. You know, I hate emptiness. Yes. Emptiness is my least favorite phrase in the English language. Oh gosh, we just don't know what we're going to do with our empty nest. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. Do tell me what are you going to convert that room into that I don't get to have? I want to hear more about your hobbies. Or your grandchildren, but that's a whole other story. Oh gosh, yes. So, but 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 I know what you mean, right? Because like it's like when writers write about little kids, mm-hmm. they have like so like when Anne Lamott writes about Sam as a little kid, right? That feels perfectly comfortable. Mm-hmm. Sam grows up. Mm-hmm. Hmm, now Sam's aware of what you're saying, right? Right, and so so it's I think that's partly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I'm nevertheless done with Ego waffles. Mm. I don't want to buy another ego waffle. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be viewed as nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I want to set it down for all time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm super glad that they exist. Yes. And I'm glad protein bars exist. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I, you know, sometimes I wish there were somebody that could just like, not even metaphorically, but like actually just carry that for me for a while. Yeah. 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 Right now we're dealing with, um, a hoarding of pets. Uh, we're here, we're dealing with a pet store job that's turning into, yes, that's turning into all those little creatures need to come home with me. And that's that's, that's so cute in children's literature. Oh, so cute. And, and, and there's, okay. So there's the baggage of, um, that she's filling up the upstairs with pets. Right. Mm -hmm. But then there's the flip side of it's teaching her responsibility of caring for others. Mm -hmm. And she is taking care of the cages and things are not getting stinky, which they could. And there's the, um, emotional support she's finding from those little emotional support animals. Okay. But there's the other side of it that I'm saying, but this is my house and I don't want too many of them in here. Enough is enough. And, you know, there's no room for anything else pretty soon. Um, and, and it's encouraging the hoarding mentality. So part of my baggage is how do I navigate these waters and say something? It, last week we talked about discussing things and not going too far, right? Um, there's, there, you're going too far if you just bring up fuzzy pets you know, um, which that was my safe area, but now that's my danger zone in just one week. In just seven short days. (laughs) So things change all the time. (laughs) Yes, they do though. Yes, they do. Um, Okay. So immediately we bring to mind for me is also, I think that one of the stresses that you're talking about is that constant presence right so like so i'm envisioning that other parents like go to visit their kids in new york city they don't like how they're keeping their apartment oh gosh trudy's apartment is so dirty and then they go home right right trudy's apartment is not the smell is not filtering down right your face right so so, but for me what it creates is i have a really hard time mentally just relaxing Mm -hmm. because because I'm like vigilant about this idea that right next door dinner isn't being eaten or but behind this door gosh there's a lot of sugar gone 
Okay. Yep. You know, yep. So, so, so I find it very difficult to sit in stillness and really unwind. Yeah. In my own home. Right. I get that. It's a little tricky during a pandemic. <laughs> yes. But thank goodness you have that door. Yeah, I mean, that's door. something. Great door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know, I. You're right. I have the kitchen that is shared and then cluttered. And, you know, I, and I watch the eating of the sugar right on my sofa in front of me. And yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. So I think that one of the reasons that I am paralyzed by doing ex- or kept from doing extremely difficult things yeah, is because I haven't hit a point in my life. And I'm sure this is somewhat about how I'm juggling things, but um, I have not hit a point in my life where I can just really let the little stuff go. Hmm. It's not little stuff though, but where I can, you know, give myself the freedom to, to just be, to just be, yeah, you know? And, and to really see like at these lines, I mean, we're on, we're, we're listening, but I'm sure we all have them. So I found out the other day that this thing in your forehead is called an 11. Okay. If, if your, if your brows always together, cause it makes two straight up and down lines. Oh. And so some friendly Californian, cause you know, we're all addicted to plastic surgery. <laughs> um, asked me if I was going to get rid of my 11 and I'm thinking to myself, swear to God, um, it's 23, like <laughs> the age oh, wow. of my kid, not <laughs> have an 11. (laughs) So, so I think, I think that we will never get to the difficult things if we don't give ourselves some permission. Yeah. For solitude. So it's really about giving ourselves permission to feel those feelings that we don't want to feel. We don't really want to go there because it's kind of like opening Pandora's box. Right. And I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to put it back in. Right. Right. Or I'm afraid it really will send me over whatever the deep end is. Well, and part of it is because we can't control it. This is a whole nother person we're talking about here. And, and you can't really control what goes in their mouth and you can't really control what comes out of their mouth. And you can't really control how they spend their time once they're a young adult. And you can't decide some things for them, like, um, you know, at a darker level, we, you know, in the end, some kids are going to choose to take their lives or yeah. they're going to choose to do like really damaging drugs, or they're going yeah. to be involved with predatory type people, or yeah. they're not going to come out of the room for months on end. Right. Like, like, I think one of the, one of the things that like some of the people that follow our page deal with is it's not sitcom. No. Do, do you know, it's, it's not, Oh, too much ketchup got put on the plate no no or or, you know it's 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 not that these are these can be extremely these are some of the worst things parents have to consider yes and um, or ever face and 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 they sit in their everyday experience yes and and you know so then I feel a little like okay I can hold on to my waffles you know, I'll hold you. <laughs> right. You know, so then, then we get into that comparison thing again with special ed parents. Right. Where they're like, oh, well, but mine does this. So I shouldn't feel bad because 
you know, hers doesn't do this. And, and um, it's a vicious cycle. And, and there's no cycle. climbing off this merry-go-round. It's one of those old fashioned merry-go-rounds that we're all on and it's spinning mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we can't get off without falling and really hurting ourselves. And unfortunately, when we fall off of it, we're just going to be under it. You yeah. know, <laughs> we're not going to be free from it. We're never going to be free from it. So not so, because do you remember those things when we were kids where you would jump on them and then you'd spin around? Yes. They were, yeah, oh, what were those things called? Do you know what I mean though? Like they had little bars across them and you ran really fast and then you jumped on. Yeah. And then, and then sometimes people would spew. Well, not often. But, oh, you know, I never had that. But no. So like you never wanted to fall underneath it. I was pushed underneath it once. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what it feels like to feel yeah. the feelings about this. Yes, yes, it does. It does. And and ha I know people, I know people whose child with autism has taken their life. I know people. And the pain of that never goes away, you know, mm -hmm. and the worry about that. It, right now, my daughter is driving an hour to work in a snowstorm for mm -hmm. a four hour shift. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's happening to snow every single day she's working at this faraway job. And, you know, most kids might go, you know, it's not worth it for my 40 bucks. I'd just rather call in and, you know, take a snow right. day. But she feels the responsibility and has the rigid thinking that I need to go in. And so she drove in and, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, it's way more if you crack up your car or you end up in the hospital, you're not going to make that 40 bucks back, you know, and, and as an adult, mother of this adult child, I have to kind of sit back and let it happen. And that's really difficult. Right. So, um, yeah. So one thing I've been, um, okay. So da, 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 da. let me go back to last week. So last week we talked about, um, not engaging, you know, fully in, in this, um, help me out here. Uh, like a destructive dialogue, yeah, a destructive dialogue. Thank you. And so I actually had a, like a reasonably successful conversation that was wow. not destructive about, um, him wanting to drop a class. Okay. And I listened and I listened and I listened, and then I listened long enough that I figured out the distress was being perceived as a failure, mm. not knowing I thought it was about not knowing how to access materials. So, so if I hadn't listened closely, then, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have discovered what the real pain was. Good for you. Right. So this, but this thing, I know it's pretty heavy with that. Yeah. That was the one shining moment of last week. The rest of it was about, um, um, uh, setting the timer to force myself to get out of bed. Okay. So, <laughs> So, you know, it was not a great week. Um, but the thing is that ties so well to what we're talking about this week, which is you can't substitute your thinking for theirs. Right. So, so I think sometimes what happens is we're like, we're just going to think for them. Right. And even if they're not thinking about it, or it's not even important at the moment, mm -hmm. <laughs> think it through for them. Um, and not necessarily with them. And it doesn't necessarily need to be thought about at that time. And then what happens is we don't have the mental energy to actually deal with the things that perhaps they need some support with. Right. You know, and, but, but, but how do we let go of the struggle when the other person just wants to struggle? Like okay. your kid, like wants the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know? (laughs) No. Well, they, they only know the struggle to them. The struggle is life. It makes them feel alive, um, makes them feel like they're doing something. They're thinking things through. They feel a sense of autonomy in their struggle. I think Mm -hmm. mine Mm -hmm. does. And, and drama loves, she loves the drama. So, you know, how do you let go of that? How do you, how do you dance around that? I think I'm going to, it's going to be a whole life's work, but, but I, but I think what you're making me remember is that we must carve time to safely feel what we're feeling. We just have to, like, we need a moment still to be sad if we're sad. Yeah about this we we haven't uh, there's new processing that needs to be done as your kids age it's not like you worked it all through when they were two and a half no or or the bad birthday party Uh you know there's their present sorrows yeah (laughs) now yeah joy and all that you know i can talk joy all day long but 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 sitting with it yes is is going to be important Okay. So how do we sit with it without wine in our hands? You know, okay. how, how right, do we without s- setting the timer? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do we sit with this and come out the other end? Okay. I think I'm just spitballing here. I'll try it this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what would serve me well is to try and spend should I start with a minute? I don't know. A minute outside with a clear mind mm. and just see what comes up for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. See, I've already expanded. See if I can sit <laughs> outside. Oh, suppose I'm in California, so maybe that won't work for um, for some of us who are sitting in snowstorms. And in fact, as we're recording this, Stacy is looking at me with a hat on and gloves and five layers of clothing. I look like a bag lady. So I went for a walk before this. I had a meeting, a walking meeting, and um, the person I was walking with complained because she'd worn a sweatshirt and she was getting a little sweaty. <laughs> oh my. I hate it too. Um, no, what I what I think is that um, I'm going to need to practice mm. um, being still before I can practice feeling. Wow. So you're going to practice being still almost in a meditative state for a while. And Mm -hmm. then you can start practicing feeling and maybe it's in little increments of a minute or two to feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, because I'm going to shut those down if I get ahead of myself. Right. Try that. Okay. And then, and then um, I've been doing my 10 minutes of a difficult thing. Oh, wow. So, so, so yeah, I did that. Okay. Very, very proud of me. (laughs) Okay. I'm proud of you. I'm very Um, proud of you. Yeah. 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 So I, um, I, I despise being told to do things for a certain amount of time a day, as you could probably figure. Uh, but I think I've come to a point in my mental life where I need some peace. Yeah. Yeah. More than I need anything else. 
Yeah. And, and when you do those difficult things, not to sound pat, but I have found that if I put it off, it just whirls in my head and goes Mm -hmm. on and on and on. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe it's something as easy as paying some bills. And, and then if I make myself do it and confront it after it's done, all that, all that worrying in my head stops and I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I agree. So that's, that's how I'm going to, that's how I'm going to think about this for a week. All right. We'll see if I can. Yeah. That together. (laughs) Okay. No, this sounds, this sounds good. Um, Oh, oh, and then one last thing. Um, So you were telling me, um, and I have just started reading for the first time gift from the sea. (gasps) Have you really just started reading it? (gasps) Yes. Oh, so I had it sent to me by a special ed parent. Okay. Um, who, who um, follows us. And she's like, you must read this. Oh. And so I've been getting little snatches of, um, of it. And um, yeah, it's, it's what made me think about uh, craving solitude. Mm. So I'll, I'll also see what, what wisdom I can gain from yeah. one of our, but, but you're saying it's one of your it is one of my favorite books. It, it's, I haven't picked it up for the last few years, but now that you've brought it up, I think I have to dig it out and pick it up again uh, because it, it really is a wonderful book. Do okay. you have a little passage you're going to share with us in that? Well, I had a little passage. I thought so. Unless we're out of time. Um, okay, so um, this is um, about simplification. Uh, It says simplification of outward life is not enough. It is merely the outside, but I am starting with the outside. I'm looking the outside of a shell, the outside of my life, the shell, the complete answer is not to be found on the outside in an outward mode of living. There is only a technique, a road to grace. The final answer I know is always inside. Wow. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that really speaks to where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You should put that quote on our on our Facebook page. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Do that. Do that. Okay. Share that with everybody because I, I think we can talk about that. Yeah, you know how wonderfully media savvy I am. <laughs> I know you're doing. No, no, right. no, no, no. I totally can do that. Yes. You totally can do that. <laughs> yeah. You can totally do that. And for those of you who don't know, we do have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And if you'd like to join us, it's called Moms Unpacking Autism on Facebook. It's really great. And we are really happy to have been here with you today. Absolutely. And, and, and know that we're lifting you up. Know that we're lifting you up and we will be back next week to meet with you again. So Sounds take care, guys. Dirty. All right. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye for now.